This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 445. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 445. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. I hope it's sunny where you are. We've had a couple sunny days in the last couple weeks that are reminding me that summer is coming and it's been a beautiful gift. Today is one of those days where like I woke up and got out of bed and it looked like it could have been the middle of July. Now, don't get me wrong. Two days ago, I got up out of bed and it looked like it could have been the middle of January. So, you know, We're not in the clear here in Seattle, but it is nice to have some hope for summer. So I hope wherever you are, you're getting a little bit of that hope. We can certainly use anything to cling to a notion of summer, even though summer is going to look vastly different for so many of us. Anything that lets us know that a change of season is coming and hopefully weather for the better, all of those good things. So with that said, I'm super excited to talk about this topic today, talking about sharing kind of behind the scenes around Shameless MomCon, how Shameless MomCon 2020 became the Shameless MomCon Collective. I'm going to be talking about this because, you know, to be honest, this is like you're going to see kind of the inner workings of the back end of my business to some extent. 
which I think will be interesting because, you know, anyone who likes to be a voyeur and a spy will just be interested. And I know that when I am listening to other people's podcasts, I always love to kind of hear what's happening on the back end of businesses and lives. But I also think this is going to be helpful for those of you who have businesses to learn how I decided to pivot and really repurpose what this event needed to be. There's a lot of things I did with a lot of intention and it worked really well. And then for those of you who don't have businesses, I think there's a ton of parallels between what I did with the Shameless MomCon Collective, which was originally going to be Shameless MomCon in Seattle, and what we're doing with our lives in terms of having to adjust expectations, in terms of having to pivot, postpone, and repurpose. And so that's what I'm really going to be talking about. So if you follow me, if you're in my or in our private Facebook group over at shamelessmom.com slash Facebook, I did a Facebook Live about this last Wednesday, and I talked very explicitly about these three things that we're doing right now, these three decisions that we're making around how we're having to reframe and restructure our lives in all these different capacities. And as we are coming up with opportunities and having opportunities you know, land in our lap for better or worse, we're having to make decisions constantly around, okay, I can't do this thing that I was supposed to be doing right now because of COVID. And now instead I have to make a decision around, am I going to pivot? Am I going to postpone or am I going to repurpose? So in my Facebook Live, I joked that these are the three Ps, except for that one starts with an R because I thought of these three Ps when I was laying in bed at like 5.30 in the morning, right when the alarm was about to go off. And I was like, oh, like, this will be great. I'll call it the three Ps of the pandemic, the big three. And then I like started putting notes in my phone when I got up and I was like, wait, repurpose doesn't start with a P. So we're just going to pretend there's like a hyphen in there and we're going to call it a P word. <laughs> so bear with me. We're going to be talking about the big three of this pandemic, though, in terms of how we are having to pivot, postpone and repurpose over and over and over in all these different contexts and looking at in each situation, in each, you know, struggle and scenario and circumstance, what makes the most sense? Because in some situations, a pivot where we take something that was supposed to happen and we make it happen in a different way, or we make it, we shift gears to make it make more sense, that might be the thing that is appropriate in one situation. A postponement of something to keep it exactly the way it was intended to be might be appropriate in another situation. And then repurposing might be appropriate in yet another situation where we're taking something and we're totally flipping it to make it be fulfill a purpose that we need right now. And so I'm going to give you examples of all of these things today, but I do do a really deep dive into all of that on that Facebook Live. So go to our Facebook group, shamelessmom.com slash Facebook, and you can get into that private Facebook group and watch that video, that Facebook Live from last Wednesday, May 27th, and you'll get the deep dive on that. Because today I'm going to be talking pretty specifically around how this relates to Shameless MomCon 2020. So what I want to talk about is leading into this pandemic, I knew, you know, for those of you that recall, Shameless MomCon was still supposed to be on March 26th and 27th, uh, March 26th, 27th, and 28th. And so for us, all the pandemic stuff hit in the beginning of March. And so Seattle was the first area hit. And it became pretty clear pretty quickly that even if it was legal to host an event in Seattle at the end of March, no one was going to want to fly here. <laughs> no one was going to want to go to the first and only city at that time that had COVID-19 in it. So it became pretty obvious that I couldn't keep the event as it was originally intended to be. And so my first thought was, and this is where I think you can in many cases relate, my first thought was, well, this is 
only going to be the event that it's intended to be if I can do it in person. So I will postpone. So this was my postponing was what made sense. I can keep it exactly how it was intended to be. I'm just going to postpone it to May and then everything will stay the same. And that's what made sense in that moment. So I want you to think, I know that another situation where this, where postponement has come up as one of the big P's in the pandemic is summer camps. And so, you know, we actually got some surveys from a couple different camps like a month or so ago. Then we're like, well, if we couldn't hold an outdoor camp or we can't have groups gathering, would you want a virtual camp? And I was like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, I'm not going to send my kid to summer camp on Zoom. I would rather postpone until 2021. Like, I don't want to take this thing that's supposed to be something really specific where my child is playing with other kids and playing sports and playing outside and doing all this stuff and I don't want to take that and shift it or pivot it into an online event. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. So I would choose postpone for that scenario. Um, and that's what's ended up happening is pretty much all of these camps that originally asked about that probably got a lot of the same feedback. And all of them are like, we've explored all options, including virtual. Based on your feedback, we will be canceling for the summer, postponing till 2021. So I looked at postponement for Shameless MomCon because that's what made the most sense. I was really clear that Shameless MomCon is supposed to be an event where people meet in person, where people connect in person, where we can have these intimate conversations, where kind of for all intents and purposes, I'm like capturing you in a room for a couple days and allowing you to have and creating for you this really immersive experience that is extremely powerful. And I knew that trying to pivot that into something online just didn't make sense. When I was thinking this through in, in March, at the beginning of March, I knew that postponement would be the best way for me to still meet your needs, to still create that intimacy, to still be able to immerse you into this experience of really getting this intense shift in your life and getting these intense gifts that come out of that in-person experience. So initially, I was like, no, we're not pivoting and no, we're not repurposing. We are postponing. Like that is how this is supposed to be. This is how this event is supposed to go. And you, some of you even saw me get on Facebook Live in our Facebook attendee group for anyone who'd bought tickets up to that point. And I got on there crying and said like, we're not making this a virtual event. That's not what this is supposed to be. And I was really firm about that until the beginning of April. <laughs> and so we had picked a new date in May to postpone the event. And as we got closer to April and into April, I realized there's a really good chance that this can't happen in May as I intended either. And that was a big decision around like, what do I do? Do I postpone until fall or until 2021? Do I turn it into, you know, it was supposed to be a two-day live event in Seattle. Do I turn it into a two-day virtual event, which would be a pivot? So I was kind of thinking between postpone and pivot, like, which do I do? And these were the two things that people were recommending to me as well. Like, you know, everyone was telling me what they were doing with their events. And they were like, well, we're postponing until here, or we're pivoting and making like replicating the exact same intended experience in the online space. And but neither of those things sat well with me, both of them, I was like, no, like postponing isn't the right thing to do. People, moms need this right now really badly. They need this connection. I'm not going to say like, no, just hold on, hold on until 21 and then we'll connect. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is 
around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS. S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S. AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. I knew that this content was needed. I knew this experience was needed, but I also knew to try to pivot and just flip the same experience in a two-day in-person event into a two-day online event. I knew that wasn't the appropriate pivot. And I knew that that wouldn't allow for what I wanted this experience to be that was allowing for people to build relationships and for people to learn in a deep way, who they are, who they are becoming, to be able to take time for themselves away from their busy lives and their overstimulating lives and all those things. And so what I ended up doing was creating a third option. I realized I don't have to postpone and I don't have to pivot and try to you know make it a mere image online of what it was supposed to be in person. Instead, I could repurpose. I could repurpose this entire event and I could look at, okay, The original intent behind the event are these objectives. What are the objectives currently? 
in this current landscape, what are the objectives of this event if I want to take it into the virtual space? And what I recognized was that what I originally thought couldn't be done online could be done online because of where we were at and what people needed right now. And so, you know, I originally thought, well, people can't connect the same way. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? Some connection is better than no connection. And we can get creative in how we can connect and we can adjust expectations around conversations and around the way we interact with each other and around the way that we learn in this time. Because there's often a gray area and I am not good at being in that gray area. I'm so black and white. And this was such great practice for me to recognize like it doesn't need to be all one or all the other. We can look at this as an opportunity to connect in different ways and learn in different ways, even though it might not be with the same intensity that it was if we were to be in person. And it might look a little bit different and we might have to use technology and software, which might feel wonky and it might feel impersonal, but that's so much better than nothing. So I looked at the goals and I essentially repurposed what are the goals of Shameless MomCon 2020? And how can I meet those, create something around those? So I looked at the goals around what I wanted to create for Shameless MomCon 2020 with what I had in front of me and with the current situation taken into consideration. So here's the first thing I knew. I wanted to create something that meets moms where they're at. I knew I wanted to be able to add value, address fears, offer support, and confirm and reposition and reignite mom's power. And I knew that I could do that. I knew I could do that in the online space. Number two, I wanted to create something that speaks to my strengths. And so one of my gifts is building community and creating connections and intimate conversations and an environment that promotes learning and growth and self-discovery and empowerment. So I knew that I could do that in the online space because I already do do that in the online space. I do this in our Shameless Mom Every Damn Day Facebook group that many of you are in. I do this in our membership community at Momentum Mamas. I did this with my gym. Like for me, this is a no brainer in terms of building community online. This I can do. So I wanted to make sure that whatever I was creating, it spoke to my strengths. Because if it speaks to my strengths, then it's going to give you the best value, right? Like if I'm doing something that doesn't speak to my strengths, it's probably not going to be that awesome. The third thing was to create something that feels good. And I knew that it did not feel good for me to decide, hey, Shameless MomCon 2020 is a two-day event that was supposed to be in Seattle. And now it's a two-day event that's going to be on Zoom. It didn't feel good or authentic or in alignment with the values of this event to have two days of crammed content on a video platform. I knew that I wanted space for learning and fun and connection and compassion during a hard season that was longer lasting. I wanted a place to build something over time, to build trust over time and build connection over time and also create escape over time. And so here's the big thing about Shameless MomCon is that Shameless MomCon in person, it's an escape. It's a vacation. Like you get to come to Seattle, you stay in a hotel, you get to be away from your family, you get to sleep in a bed by yourself, you can order room service. Like it's totally a vacation. So I thought, how can I create this vacation-y feel for moms? And it wouldn't feel like vacation if I was like, hey, we're going to be on Zoom for two days straight, you know, eight hours each day. So meet me in your office. <laughs> you know, I was like, that's not going to feel good. But I knew that if I could create something where moms had this routine and schedule in which they could escape from COVID life and into our community a couple times a week, that that could feel really good. And so that's what we ended up doing. We ended up having the online event become a four-week event where we met multiple times a week as a community, and then people had a place to go, a place to be immersed, a place to escape from the rest of their life, a place to basically kind of be on vacation 
a place to connect, a place to be in community, a place to be seen and be heard and work through hard things and feel powerful and recognize and own power that maybe you haven't been previously owning or recognizing in pandemic life. So that was really important that I was creating something that felt really good. And then last, I wanted to make sure that I was creating space for an invitation into deeper work. And so at Shameless MomCon, one of the big things that we do is we open up at the end of the event, you have the opportunity to join my mastermind community and my membership community. And there's people that have been waiting for months, if not a whole year to do that. So I wanted to make sure that I still had those opportunities available, especially for people who had been wanting to apply for Tenacious Mamas for my business and leadership mastermind. It opens once a year and I didn't want to put that off for those who had been sitting and waiting, those who were ready to go and they have ideas and they need support and they need help and they want to step into their CEO self. I didn't want to not allow that to happen. So I wanted to create a space within Shameless MomCon where that could happen. And so we were able to do that. We were able to have within the event, have people come in and talk about what they had done in Tenacious Mamas over the last year, what they'd done in Momentum Mamas over the last year, create invitations for people to join those programs so that they now have an ongoing support system, whether they're working on themselves, their identity, their mindset in Momentum Mamas, or if they're working on their business and their leadership within building their business over in Tenacious Mamas. So those were my four goals that I knew that I needed to build something that could meet all of those, right? So the decision then, after being able to repurpose those goals, was creating a four-week program instead of a two-day event, where we would meet multiple times a week, where we would have daily Facebook connection, and we would have engagement in our meetings through chat questions, workshopping, breakout rooms. So we use technology to allow us to connect, which is really, really cool. And I will say... I was skeptical about how well this would work out. And then I was laughing afterwards because I already knew some of this and just like didn't think it through all the way. Again, one of the gifts and one of the most beautiful things of being in person for a live event is all the conversations and connections that happen. One of the things that happens on Zoom, if you have ever been on a Zoom call with anyone in my community, and what happens when I'm on Zoom calls in other people's communities is the chat goes crazy. There's always people just chatting the entire time. And I am one of those people if I'm in someone else's community. And I know from leading communities on Zoom, you know, I lead my Momentum Mamas every single Monday for the last 22 months. I know that I am teaching to one thing and there's like three conversations going on in the chat at all times. So there's plenty of opportunity for connection in that way. And in my mind, I had totally discounted that. So what's funny is when you're in person live in an event, you get these opportunities to connect with little conversations in the hall, on breaks, if there's breakout sessions, but not so much when someone's speaking. And what happens on Zoom that's really cool is that while someone is speaking and sharing and teaching, other people are sharing the impact on them in immediate time in the chat, which is really, really cool. And you don't have that in a live event because in a live event, you're letting the speaker speak and then maybe there's Q&A at the end. On Zoom, while the speaker's speaking, you can have someone saying, oh my gosh, I can relate to this because of this. Oh my gosh, that's happened to me. Oh my gosh, this is making me cry. Oh my gosh, I'm laughing so hard right now. So while it's different, yes, it's also really cool. And we had a ton of that in the Shameless MomCon Collective, which should not have surprised me because we have that on all of the calls I lead on Zoom. So I was kind of laughing afterwards thinking like, I thought people wouldn't connect as much and they totally connected in just in different ways, leveraging technology. We also use breakout rooms on Zoom, which was really cool. And people got to know each other that way. So the decision-making process became how can we meet these four goals with what we have in front of us? And so 
that took away the decision around postponement because I was like, okay, I can totally meet these goals. I can exceed these expectations actually with the technology that I have right in front of me. And if I can create this plan that speaks to, you know, something that meets moms where they're at, something that speaks to my strengths, something that feels good and something that creates an invitation for deeper work. And that became really, really clear. So then I was like, yes, we're totally doing this. We're not postponing. We're not pivoting this into a two day virtual event. We're going to repurpose this into something totally different that I'm not trying to copy something I've done before. I'm not trying to mirror something in a virtual space that should be in person. I'm creating something new that has really clear objectives. So we did this and it was amazing. It was so cool. It was so phenomenal. And there was some great gifts. So here's the thing that happens around repurposing sometimes. And I mean, this can happen with with postponing and with pivoting as well. It can happen with any of them. There are unintended gifts. There are things that happen because of the decision you made, whatever the decision is, that you don't see coming. And so what happened with us is there was a bunch of people who were like, oh my gosh, I wasn't gonna be able to come to Shameless MomCon, and now I can because it's virtual. There were people who didn't necessarily wanna do a two-day event or didn't have the capacity to paying for a ticket to the event plus paying for air plus paying for hotel. There was all these reasons that it actually worked better for people to be in this online space and it allowed us to invite more people into the experience. And so instead of having some people excluded because of different situations, it actually became a more inclusive event, which I loved. I thought that was really great. So that felt really good too. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wannabe Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. What I learned from all of this 
and this is like lessons learned on the back end, is that I learned that staying in motion feels good. So I want you to think about as you are deciding around pivoting things and postponing things and repurposing things, I want you to think about how are you staying in motion? Because it's really easy to get stuck and feel like Groundhog's Day, like every day is the same and it's gonna be the same, especially as we approach summer, like how is this gonna be different than the spring? It just feels like a continuation, except for that I'm not gonna have to battle over virtual learning, but instead I'm gonna have this child that has nothing to do because there's no camps and I'm having to work. And I know there's a lot of people in that situation with me, So staying in motion feels good. Staying in motion for me looks like continuing to have a plan and shifting the plan and repurposing the plan and continuing to move forward in a way that serves the current goals, whatever those might be. The second lesson I learned is that having purpose is critical. So to be able to repurpose something and be clear around the purpose really, really inspired and energized and reignited my passion behind the event. And that felt really, really good. So I want you to think about when you are looking at shifting things, pivoting things right now, when you're looking at repurposing things, recognizing how critical it is to have a sense of purpose. And so if you do postpone things, what will you put in that spot instead? And we're looking at this right now with summer, like we've postponed a bunch of things and what will we do instead? It's really important that you're looking at what are you going to do instead, rather than just having this big vacuum where something awesome was supposed to exist. And so putting something new in that place. And so for us, it's going to be looking like, you know, definitely looking like amending how my work days go so that we can still be getting out of the house on a daily basis. And we can still be doing summary stuff, even though a lot of like, we aren't going to be able to go to pools, but we could still go to beaches. We can still go visit my mom once we get into phase two. Like there's different things that we can do that will still feel very summary, even though we've had to postpone a whole bunch of other things. And that purpose feels really good to know that we are still going to have a summer, just like we still had a shameless mom con. Another lesson learned was that being of service keeps you connected and keeps you attracting the right people at the right time. And so being of service right now in whatever way you can, whether it's being of service to your family, to your kids, to in a community service sort of a way, and the people that you serve in your business, it keeps you engaged and it keeps you attracting people into your life who are going to bring you the energy that you need right now. We are isolated in a lot of ways right now. And so being of service in different ways allows us to stay connected in unique ways. It's really, really important right now. I also learned that creating opportunities for others solidifies new relationships. So what this looked like for me in the Shameless MomCon Collective was bringing in, I think we had 12 or 13 speakers overall. And so some of those were members of our community. Some of those were keynote speakers that I brought in, but I got to take a bunch of those relationships to a new level by bringing people in and having them participate in the community in that way and having them participate in the event in that way as an expert, as a speaker, as a keynote speaker, as a leader, all of those things, that was really, really cool. And so creating that opportunity for other people to share their gifts solidified some relationships in a new way, took some relationships to the next level. And that was really cool for me. So I want you to think about when you're shifting, pivoting, repurposing, how are you creating opportunities for others? How are you creating opportunities that allow you to take relationships to the next level and that allow you to move forward in new ways that maybe you hadn't anticipated? I also learned that people want to be seen more than ever and people want to be connected more than ever. And so creating something where people could feel seen that was a safe place for respite 
and a place where they could connect was really, really powerful and really, really needed. And so to be able to create that, it brought me a ton of joy and gave me a ton of purpose. And so I want you to think about where can you be meeting people where they're at and serving people in the ways that they need to be served right now. And that might be on the level of your family. It might be in the workplace. It might be in a volunteer situation. It can look like a lot of different things, but recognizing that people really, really have that need right now is really important. Another lesson learned is that I created traction that's going to serve me well moving forward. And so I created traction by doing something new and meeting people's needs and creating a really amazing experience. And now I've been able to build trust, credibility, and authority among the people that I served in that capacity, in that experience, and also the people who watch all the things online. (laughs) So the people that saw me shift and pivot and repurpose this event, now many of them have come to me and other people who run live events and other people in the podcasting space. And they're saying, hey, we saw that you did this. Can you teach us what you did? Can you teach us how you did it? Can you teach us what worked and what didn't? Can you teach us all of the ways? And so now I actually have a new and marketable skill being able to consult in ways on how to run successful virtual events and how to repurpose an event. Because right now, what I'm seeing a lot of people saying is like you take something and you just mirror it in the virtual space. You take something that was supposed to be live and you mirror it in the virtual space. And my philosophy is no, you don't try to recreate the same thing. You repurpose the entire thing, you flip it up on its head and you give people what they need. You show up and you lead from a position of seeing people where they're at and meeting them right there, not just making it simple on yourself and recreating the same thing online that you would have had in person. Because that's not what people need. They actually need a deeper level of connection. They need a longer sense of connection. They need a deeper sense of community. And you can't get that in two days online the same way you can in a two-day in-person immersive experience. And so now I have a new skill having gone through this. And so this helps me build traction around leading my community and then also being seen by a leader outside of my community. So these are huge lessons. And while these are like obviously really specific to this example, This is also very relevant to how you are repurposing goals in your life, how you are repurposing situations, scenarios, circumstances in your life right now to get what you need out of them. So this might be a time for you to look at where do I want to be going professionally? What do I want work to look like in the long run? There's so many people who are now recognizing like, oh, like maybe I don't need to go be in a situation where I'm going into the office Monday through Friday, nine to five. Things are going to be shifting and changing. And so how can you look at, do I want to postpone? Do I want to pivot or do I want to repurpose? And I think we're going to see so much repurposing happening. I think what we started seeing initially, we saw a ton of postponement and we saw a ton of pivoting where we were postponing and then we were pivoting, trying to mirror things and keep them as similar as possible. But I think what we're going to start to see is repurposing where actually the pivot incorporates some new goals and objectives that didn't exist before. I know in talking to different friends who work in corporate, they're saying like their companies aren't planning on going back to a traditional Monday through Friday, nine to five expectation around their employees. They're actually looking really seriously at like, okay, so maybe people only come in three days a week, or maybe we have like an A schedule and a B schedule. And while that would help in COVID and be able to help keep people safe and healthy, also it meets people's needs a little bit better as we are now recognizing how people can work from home and be really efficient. So we're looking at shifting objectives and shifting goals around what it means to be an employee and how employees can be effective and efficient in all sorts of new and different ways. And that's not just a simple pivot. That is actually a repurposing of goals and objectives. So 
we're taking things to the next level now. Like we've gone through our postponement, we've gone through our pivoting. Those are kind of the most simplistic basic levels of this. And now we're taking it to the next level where we're looking at this repurposing in terms of shifting and adopting new objectives and new goals, which is really, really cool because in that comes new skill sets and building traction in new ways and showing up in ways that feel really good and really trying to be thoughtful and intentional around like, okay, if it can't be the way it was supposed to be or the way it was originally intended, what else would work? What else would feel good? What else would serve us for what we need right now? Whether we're taught us is in terms of your family, your workplace, your organization, your community, whatever it might be. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed seeing this little sneak peek behind Shameless MomCon and the Shameless MomCon Collective this year. It's been really cool to be able to look back on this experience and look at what I originally thought around this event and what I thought was possible and what I thought was not possible. And now here I am after the whole thing, seeing that so many things that I initially thought were not possible were completely possible. I just had to shift my mindset and I just had to look at what are the actual objectives. And it's okay for the objectives to shift based on people's current needs. And when I was able to look at that more critically, I was able to create something that met people's needs and that filled me with tremendous purpose and became such a gift and win for everyone involved. And you can do the same thing. You can absolutely repurpose your objectives and your goals to get what you need out of this time and to be filled with purpose and to be filled with light and to be filled with power as you keep moving forward. Thank you for listening. I hope this helped you. I hope this is meaningful to you. And I want you to think about who else might need to hear this. If you have business owner friends, if you know people who do live events or virtual events, please feel free to pass it on. Or if you just know of someone who needs some mental reframing around repurposing situations, scenarios, and circumstances in their lives, this would be a great opportunity for you to share an episode with them. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. 
Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.